Cut the music. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys remember that? Ravish and Rick Rude, we used to do that. Cut the music. Back <laughs> when wrestling was wrestling. Yes, yes. What's going on, LVHT crew? We're here with another pop up stream. What's going on, Hendo? How much? How you feeling? Oh shit, I'm I'm doing good, man. It's it's Friday, right? It's Friday. It's Just Friday. Saying. It is Friday. Happy Friday. Look, we got people in here already living big with big reg. What's going on? It says, What's this? It's a pop-up stream. It's a pop-up stream, big reg. Yes, pop-up. That's right. That's right. Uh, these are just sudden streams. You know, if we got time to talk about something and we got time to talk, or, or we have something to talk about, then we're gonna talk about it. All right. You know, it's gonna be a quick uh a quick stream we're going to discuss a couple things training camp is here i know you guys are excited for some training camp news we don't have any real news but we have some things to talk about True. we have we we have some news to talk about some football news you see the thumbnail Dalvin cook is in the thumbnail we're going to talk about Dalvin cook we're going to talk about lamar jackson all right oh look who's coming in this the stream yolanda is here says oh wow pop-up stream exactly exactly ddsq salute salute says what's good great day for a pop-up show sitting on the patio on my day off that's what i'm talking about enjoying the lunch break crew love what y'all do thank you thank you thank you jt401 says peace and blessings fellas peace and blessings to you jt thanks for coming through yeah 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 so look we are streaming live on youtube twitter and facebook so wherever you're watching go ahead and hit that like button follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. I'll put this on the audio as well. So if you're listening to the podcast version of this, um, make sure you give this a five-star review. I appreciate all the new listeners, man. Like the, the number's growing over there. So um, somebody's liking it, you know, tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right. Look, look, training camp is here. We haven't heard a whole lot yet because I think the veterans report next week. So that's when you'll really hear um you'll really start hearing some news though I, I did see some videos of lamar jackson showing up to the facility so he probably reported early which doesn't surprise me doesn't surprise me so um look um what do we expect from training camp we kind of went over that but i did want to pull up one quote i, I did I, i'm late to this I, I haven't been on my twitter game lately but i did see a quote from uh james jones James Jones uh, tweeted it out, but no, he talked about it. Sarah Ellison tweeted it out. And it's a quote that James Jones got from Todd Munkin. He says, I talked to Todd Munkin and he said, we're taking Lamar Action Jackson back to Louisville. It's four wide. He's going to throw this thing. Another thing I'm hearing out of camp is Zay Flowers is the best wide receiver out there, including OBJ, and it ain't close. Now, look, listen, <laughs> you know, there's going to be a common theme in today's show about people out there lying. Okay. We caught you lying. Zay Flowers is the best thing out in training camp, including OBJ. OBJ ain't showing up to rookie camp. The Redmonds don't report until next week. Mm-hmm. So how are you looking better than OBJ? He ain't there yet. That's all, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, you ain't got to be out there lying. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's just going off of minicamp, and mm-hmm. even and even with that, OBJ was taking it kind of light, just because you know he's coming back from injury. He's not trying to overexert himself, but 
they had they have to build up some hype. You know, these networks and these TV shows, they have to have a reason to keep bringing people back because if you watch those shows, they talk about the same things every day. Yeah. So, you know, they got to put they got to put some Oh, do we have some Do we have some breaking news? Uh from Arizona Armchair Sports. I got to put your whole name out here in case it's it's a it's a lie. And we got we got we're, we a, we got we got we got to point hater. the finger. It says Melvin Gordon is a raven. <laughs> Is that true? Hmm. Arizona Armchair Sports. Make sure you you subscribe over to him. Um, and if this is true, you give him all the praise in the world because that's our guy. That's our guy, Buck. All right. Uh, if it's a lie, you know who to blame. You know who to put point the finger to. All right. I know we did sign uh, Dwayne Smoot, right? But yeah, that one's we signed Melvin Gordon. We signed Melvin Gordon. One year, three point one million dollars. Thank you. Thank you, Buck. Salute. Salute. I appreciate the breaking news. Look at that. Got some, got some breaking news on the stream. All right. Melvin Gordon is let's okay. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's show this 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 uh this Lamar Jackson story for a second. And let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the big signing for Dwayne Smoot and Melvin Gordon. What are your thoughts on that, Hendo? Um, um I'm highly disappointed. Uh <laughs> I didn't even know we signed Smooth. I thought we were just looking into him. And, you know, people like to pump up, well, yeah, you know, he's he's up to his game to, like, I think he had five and a half sacks last season. Yeah, something like that. It, it's just to shut the fans up. And and with that, I was a little more upset about that until I just heard this Melvin Gordon news. <laughs> because in my, in my mind, I don't know why, but I'm hearing Melvin Ingram. I would have been happier if we signed Melvin Ingram. We need a we need a pass rusher more than we need another running back, especially yeah. a running back that couldn't make it on a Denver team yeah. that only had Javante Williams and he got injured. Then he went to Kansas City that had a Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He wasn't doing much. And a seventh-round pick and Isaiah Pacheco, who did his thing, but you couldn't do enough to get on the field with those guys. Yeah. What are you going to do coming with us? You've been off injured. And you haven't been the same Melvin Gordon since about 2019, 2020. So we just wasted $3 million. And people wonder why every season we're like, how are we up against the cap? What yeah. have we done that we don't have any money to spend? It's little signings like these where we give $3 million here, $7 million here that just take away our cap for no reason. And then we end up cutting them. So now we also have to add that to the dead money pile for seasons going forward. Like some moves, some moves that Ozzy makes just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's fast food. Right, right. <laughs> they spent they spent money on McDonald's and not the good McDonald's, not the not the not the queen the the, the clean McDonald's, the the right. one on the other side of town. Right. <laughs> they go to McDowell's. <laughs> you know the ones you you like, man. I got I got a couple dollars. Let me just grab something real quick, and then you grab you like, man, I shouldn't have spent that money. Right, All right. You went to that McDonald's, man. Go get Dalvin Cook. We're going to talk about Dalvin Cook in a second. This is going to be a good transition to Dalvin Cook. But go sign Dalvin Cook. Or, sh- shoot, even, even Ezekiel Elliott I prefer over, mm. over Melvin Gordon. Thanks. I don't think he's completely washed. Like He's definitely lost a step. But he, I think he's still better than Melvin, Melvin Gordon. What was the point of that? You had J.K. Dobbins who's healthy. He's hungry for the ball. You got um, Gus the Bus. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, like I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, they they re-signed uh, uh, Justice. Justice Hill. So, like, what's the point? Like, why are you exactly? Because that's that's another thing. You you gave money to Justice Hill. You 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 still have uh, Edwards on the team. 
What's up, Coach? Thanks for coming through. What's Ooh. up, Agent E? Ryan C. Yeah, What's going on? MDT Sports. Salute, salute. Shaheen. I think Shaheen's in here. What's up, Shaheen? Ron. Right. Hey, shout out to y'all for coming through. Thanks. But you got you signed Justice Hill. You still got errors on the team. You had JK who's screaming for the ball. You know he wants a new contract. Why are you wasting time with Melvin Gordon? If you wanted to get another running back, get a running back. Like there's a, like running backs are out here saying, "Hey, we're not getting paid enough. We're not getting our worth." Right? Mm-hmm. Don't know. You got two really good running backs out there on the market that are just sitting there. Um, Dalvin Cook, I think, still one of the best running backs in the league. And you're just and, and he's not he's not looking for twenty mil a year or anything like that. I think he right. just wants a, a solid prove it year contract. Go get him. No, we'll get Melvin Gordon. But this is what they always do, man. This is why we always have a problem with them. Like they just always have to do that zigzag nonsense. And, and all that is is, yeah, we recognize that we might have a need here, but we also don't want to spend money, so we're we're gonna go the cheap route. We're not gonna go the obvious route. We're gonna go mm-hmm. the cheap route. Dwayne Smoot too. I ain't got no problem with Dwayne Smoot, but either if you feel like you need help at edge rusher, go and make a splash move. All right. Go get Melvin Ingram, right? <laughs> <laughs> go. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a layup, right? Go trade for for Chase Young, you know, or whoever. Go make a a real move, a real splash there. Yannick and Gakwe still out there. Go get Yannick. I, I prefer Yannick over uh smooth or smooth. Yeah. Absolutely, you know. So go go get those guys. Don't get these these guys that you hope you get more. You know, more of a bargain. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, we only paid him one million dollars, and you know he he outplayed his his contract. They're always looking for those type of players. You get lucky with those. That's 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 buying lottery tickets. Right. Usually, you get what you pay for. The majority of the time, you get what you pay for. You're not going to get a deal. You're not getting a ten sack guy for a million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you got lucky. And that's not a that's not a strategy. You just got lucky. You know, so I don't, so no, I don't like the move, man. Like, I don't like either of these moves. He, if, if you, and if you don't feel like you need, um, uh, extra edge, or, or maybe you just need, if you look at it and say, we just need, we just need a rotation guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Rotation guy, fine. But we have, we have Bowser, Owe, and, um, Ojabo. Ojabo. Are those our three? And, and I don't know what they're going to do with Malik Harris, but, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about Malik Harris. Okay, may, maybe. Okay, let, let me. Maybe they 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 look at it as as a depth position. Mm-hmm. John okay, Ross. Fine. John Ross. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Know. <laughs> okay, it's not the it's not the worst. It's not it's, the worst. Right. Melvin Gordon's pretty bad because you didn't need another running back. If, if if you know you don't need him for depth. Tavis Robinson. I'm right, coach. Tavis Robinson. We just drafted in the, in the fifth round. So okay, but all right, they don't want you, you know they ain't, they're not gonna rely on on he can't run rookies. Yeah, yeah. So eh, all right. Uh, and to your point, it, it's it's a waste of money because you know yes, you want to go get lucky, but how often do we get lucky with those people? And I know a lot of Ravens fans will sit there and say, hey, you know, we go out here and get this kid, we take a chance. But we've proven as an organization over the last John Harbaugh years, mm-hmm. we can't coach up talent. So we can't take somebody that has potential and coach them up. That's why we have players like Zadarius, Judon, that go and leave here and show they and show who they really are. 
we don't coach people up. So you giving me going out here signing a four sack guy for a million and a half saying I did something, he's going to come to the Ravens and get 0. 0.05 sacks. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then we're going to say he sucks. Right. <laughs> but he told you who he was and we we just don't have the coaches to get them over the hump now I'm, I'm i'm having a revelation and i'm trying to be positive about mike mcdonald i want to mm. give him a challenge i didn't give him a chance last year but i'm gonna give him a chance this year hopefully he can do some things with this defense sure. because yeah. without a pass rush and without a cornerback opposite uh marlon humphrey we're going to struggle. If we don't get to that quarterback, when we play the Miamis, the Buffaloes, the Cincinnati's, the Kansas City's, they're going to eat us alive. Okay, so what cornerback do you think we should get? I don't even know if there's one out there that's, that could actually physically help us. I still I still believe I want that Marcus Peters. Yeah. I, want him, I want Marcus Peters. I just want him back because of his attitude. Yes. Like, even if he can't play, he gets some other guys hype, and he's a coach on the field. His father's a coach. Yes. So he knows how to coach people up. And to me, and I've said this time and time again, Marcus Peters is one of the only guys that plays like a Raven. Yeah. They want to keep saying play like a Raven, play like a Raven. Who plays like a Raven? Because we don't draft like a Raven. John just, Harbaugh doesn't coach like a Raven. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I, I, I'm not delusional thinking we go and get yo know, MP Juice Man from a couple years ago, right? Right. I, but I don't think he's as bad as he looked last year. I think he was just wasn't hundred percent. Facts. Um and I prefer to go with him, you know. I mean, Rocky is saying, okay, fine. I think he's solid too. But three, I, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, because we need we need a third one. So yeah, bring him back. Um, DD SQ says they are probably out in JK with this Melvin Gordon signing. Melvin Gordon ain't not playing JK Dobbins. <laughs> Melvin Gordon's not gonna make the team. <laughs> come regular you, know, you know, we were talking about on the show just the devaluation of running backs and how there's so many good running backs and they're easy to replace. Mm-hmm. But the Ravens have already gone through trying to replace running backs and they failed, right? Like they tried to go with some veterans that they that they knew. And mm-hmm. and look, they were okay, but there was a clear downgrade from JK and Gus Edwards, right? Like yeah. and even Justice Hill was out too, wasn't he? Yeah, he, they all got hurt. They all he got hurt. Up. So, you know, they tried to go get Devontae Freeman uh, uh, of, of, of years past, and they got Devontae Freeman now, who you could tell, like, I mean, he just he was just older. Like, he, 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 he had good vision. He didn't play bad at all. Um, who we get? Le'Veon Bell. Sure. We got um, Latavius Murray. Did we get Latavius We got Latavius Murray for a bit. And the, other, Murray. the kid from 17, the kid from Oakland or Las uh, Vegas. Uh... What was his name? Oh, uh, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. And he didn't do bad either. He didn't need that. But clear downgrade. They were all clear downgrades. None of them ran like J.K. Dobbins did last year. J.K. Dobbins wasn't 100%. You know? So, I think, you know, mm-hmm. I-, I think as as these running backs, or as these players start changing positions and you don't get as many great running backs anymore, you're going to start seeing more running backs like that teams end up with those type of running backs and they're gonna be saying man we gotta pay for a good one but the ravens got got burned by that already so i they better not be thinking oh we can just use melvin gordon we don't need to pay jk dobbins um not this year jk mm-hmm. jk's de- he better be a big part of the plan melvin gordon <laughs> no thank you i don't and, and i don't want to argue with anybody about does he still have anything left in the tank he might 
but you know he ain't one of the top running backs, right? right? We can make an argument for J.K. Dobbins if he stays healthy, being one of the top running backs, top ten for mm-hmm. sure, right? You ain't making an argument for Melvin Gordon, so miss me with all that. Three million dollars for what? <clears throat> That's money you could be putting putting towards putting towards D Hop. Yeah. You know? Or 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 you add four million because he got offered three point one. You add four million more, you go get Dalvin Cook. And my thing is, no matter what happens with J.K., you set. You got a back that has averaged eleven hundred yards the last four seasons. And this is and listen, I love J.K. and I think he's very dynamic. But the difference between him and Dalvin Cook is Dalvin Cook can take the ball to the to the house anytime he touches the ball. No matter if you're on the two yard line, he can take it to the house. He's proven it last season. He did it against the Colts in that comeback, in that in that thirty-three to nothing comeback. Like he yes. took one pass and was gone, gone, gone. Why well, would you not want that? If you're an organization that says you want to win a Super Bowl, and my thing is, if you want to give Lamar Jackson every opportunity to win, to get in the playoffs and get these wins and and kill those narrative, bring and give him the best players around him, and stop well, talking about money. Well, I'll tell you why I think that this team in particular is out because you know they. You know, they they a bunch of scare boys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we were just talking about liars in the media, right? And I'm gonna pull up the one of the lies that, that's going out there. From I'm sure you guys heard of this guy, Dove Climbing. I want to warn you guys about this person. This person isn't a real journalist, Dove Climbing. I'm sure you've seen a lot of his tweets go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little background on him. He he actually lives in Israel. He he contract he originally contracted for Outkick. Okay, that's a that's a right wing conservative uh, quote unquote you know sports sports uh, uh, site, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now he he uh, works for Bro Bible, which is what he's quoting. You know that's his source for for this this news. Bro Bible. That's that's he probably wrote the article. He's probably quoting himself. <laughs> um, but he put the report out saying Dalvin Cook offered ex girlfriend one million dollars to absolve him of wrongdoing after alleged physical assault. All right, and he puts the he puts the source there, which is Bro Bible. Cook, Cook's team initially offered eight hundred thousand before upping their offer, but she declined both. Cook allegedly punched and choked his ex girlfriend, and, and you know it goes on. Uh, I, I didn't put the whole thing in there, mm-hmm. but you know the allegations stem from like a year or two years ago. Um, his ex girlfriend, um, I think she was married at the time. He broke it off or something. Um, she claimed that you know he choked her, punched her, threatened to shoot her, and all this stuff, right? Um, and what Dalvin Cook said is no. You try to hold me and my friends up at gunpoint at my house, and I had to get you out the house, right? There's also a video of they have of her pulling his hair and punching him when he's like, and you hear him saying, "Stop hitting me, right? Mm-hmm. Stop pulling my hair," and everybody's telling her to stop, right? So clearly, she had she there, there's a physical altercation that she participated in, right. at the very least. Did he hit her back or anything like that? I don't know, but we know she was in his house. We know that she did assault him. That's what we do know, right? None of that is addressed in that tweet, okay? Now, ML Football, another person uh, on the scene. Uh, I don't know much about him, but he, he tweets a lot, and he kind of countered what Dove was saying. He says, I'm told Dalvin Cook settlement offer is not true and written by the same reporter, Dove Kleiman, who was proven to have lied about Dalvin Cook and court documents in the past. There hmm. you go. 
Cook is currently in Minnesota for his annual football and cheer camp that is completely sold out. Right. He also said in another tweet that um that he is actually filing a lawsuit against her. So there you go. Defamation lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, put the whole story out. We don't have to sit here and say who we believe, who we don't believe, right? Mm-hmm. Between those the, the two parties. But right. if you're if you're a journalist, if you're a reporter, you put the whole story out. You don't put your your own spin on it. And that's why people like Dove Climbing, you have to be very careful when you read his tweets. Like, that's not somebody you really want to quote. Like, I see his tweets pop up all the time, and I have to go and confirm it from somewhere else. I just don't trust anything he says. Right. In fact, I should probably block him. There's some people I just got to block. You got to put them on mute on Twitter. But, you know, but what, what pisses me off about people like him is he definitely has an agenda, and teams fall for that agenda. They see a tweet like that, and they say, oh, out on him. Can't, mm-hmm. I can't, can't touch him. Right. Whether, you know, whether it's true or not, a team like like the Ravens would say, well, I just I, I just don't want to get involved. Like it may, it may not be true. I, I don't you know, I'm scared. I don't want to touch that. So, you know, uh, maybe something may not be. But Melvin, Melvin Gordon's safe. Mm-hmm. He's safer. No controversies. No. Nothing. Right. And and this is the issue I have with this team. man. this this goes all the way back to when we drafted Ryan Stanley. I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> this goes back to when we drafted Ryan Stanley. Obviously, I love Ryan Stanley. Of course. We, Right, but the, but the pick was supposed to be Laramie Tunstall. Facts. Okay, whether you think he's better than Laramie Tunstall or not, they're both good. They're right. both good. Um, One is just more durable. Yeah. Well, well, a little bit more. Laramie Tunstall missed a lot of time too. <laughs> but but either way, All right. That was supposed to be a move, and the Ravens got scared because of a video that came out back when he was in high school mm-hmm. or, co- you know, or, or just going into college. I, I, right. I don't know um, of him in, in the gas mask. And, you know, he's, he's smoking or whatever. Right. Right. So what? Right. And, and because of that, you take him off your board. That's just being scared. And then the rest, and not just that, that move, the rest of the draft, they kept on trading back mm-hmm. and they didn't get players that had any kind of question marks. Cause that's when we had that one safety that, that, uh, Got suspended. I it was like a year or so for failing multiple drug tests. Do you remember? Will, was it Will Hill? Was it Will Hill? Will Th- Will Thrill Hill? Yeah, Kick Will Hill. Mr. Kick Six. Yes, 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 yes. They had just resigned him, and he had already failed some drug tests previously, mm-hmm. and then he failed another one, and he had like a huge uh, suspension. So they got scared off of that. So anybody that had any kind of questionable anything, they, they were just like, know. "No, we're scared." So then we so instead of end up with players like. Michael Thomas, uh, Derrick Henry, George Pickens. Well, well, I'm, I'm talking about in that draft. Oh, in that okay, in, just that, in that draft. draft, in that draft, because we we passed up on Derrick Henry. You probably didn't. Yeah, we did. Remember that? Oh, I do remember. Michael Thomas, like we passed up some guys that we needed, and we needed a running back then too. Yes, we did. We ended up with Bronson Kafusi. We ended up with um, Kamali Correa, uh, Bronson Kafusi, Kamali Correa. Yep. Yes. Kenneth Dixon. We did get Judah in that draft because you know he was one of the twelve picks that we got. You know, um, it was a bunch of stuff. Uh, Ryan Stanley and Judon were the, were the only two that really panned out, and two out of twelve ain't good. <laughs> that ain't good. But we we do this stuff. We 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 always play with scared money, right? Mm-hmm. We play with scared money, and that's what this is with Melvin Gordon. Oh yeah, Dalvin Cook would have been nice, but. 
I I, I don't know what's going on with that. So let's go with the safe. Right. Nah, I, I I ain't with that. I ain't with that. Um, how about you trade for Saquon Barkley? Hmm. Hmm. Because because you you were flirting with getting another wide receiver, mm-hmm. right? In in D Hop, I know they you know that they were at least uh, looked into it. Okay, not going to get D Hop. You know, you obviously want another running back. Saquon Barkley is one of the top running backs, and he can catch the ball. He's a playmaker, pass block, all of it. So call the Giants, see what they need. Give up a pick. They ain't gonna ask for a first round pick. You know, if they ask for anything outside of a first round pick, you can have that. Mm-hmm. And pay him. You know, or Josh Jacobs. You know what I mean? Like this. I mean, or or go get Ezekiel Elliott. You know, get somebody that played football last year. All right. Thanks. <laughs> 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 We're not, but they're not going to do that. That's the problem. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting sick of these. I'm getting sick of these quiet boys. Ever since what's going on? Ever since 2012, with with the big revolt in the mutiny, John Harbaugh has been on this quiet boy, keep it safe type kick. And we need dudes with attitudes. We mm-hmm. need players that are tough, not these. And you can't call them soft because they play football, but right, right. They just not the same. Even with the incident with the Tennessee Titans, with them coming in our house, dancing on our logo, and John Harbaugh, the only one out there, like, get the hell off my get on my field. They don't have this right here, Hendo. They don't have that dog, dog in them. They ain't got the dog <laughs> in them. They need that dog in them. <laughs> but yeah, like it's 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 getting sickening. That's why I can't wait for John Harbaugh to leave. Me too. As happy as I am, we're and a lot of your fans are happy because Lamar is back and we got Odell and we drafted a wide receiver and there's a lot of expectations. I I, I have Super Bowl expectations for this team, or at least you know, in the mix. That doesn't change the fact that I mm-hmm. want Harbaugh gone and I'm just about ready for EDC to go as well. Okay. He's been making a lot nice. of bad moves. None of what happened this offseason, the good stuff. Uh, I'm I'm giving him much credit for. I, I just I'm not I'm not like signing Lamar was supposed to be a slam dunk. That's not I don't give you credit for that. You <laughs> easiest decision of your career, and, and he still got underpaid as far as I'm concerned. You know, right. you got lucky there. You got mm-hmm. lucky, um, but you haven't been drafting well. You know, Zay Flowers. I hope James Jones is right about Zay Flowers. Right, I, I, you know, and I hope I hope he got it right with um with with Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman's been hurt. He's shown some flashes. Mm-hmm. I feel good about him. Don't get me wrong. I feel good about him, but it's time for these players to show it. I don't want do to do any more projection for this team. These players need to actually go out there and do it. Yeah. So going back to James Jones because we we started with that we, and we, we didn't really diverted. <laughs> Yes. Uh, hold on. Let, let me read a couple of comments in here because you know we this this is a this is a, a hangout stream. Man, you guys are really in here. All right. Thanks. That's go, go ahead and hit that like button and you know you new subscribe. Well, look why why I have you here. Okay. Uh, Streambot is in here and he posted a very important link that I think you guys should click on. It's right, right there. All right. Uh oh. Yes. The roundup meet and greet. Okay. Going down August fourth in Columbia, Maryland. Oh, look at that. Look at that. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> Get your tickets today. It's August 4th. That's a Friday. Okay, starting at 7 Two weeks. In two, two weeks. Two, two weeks. You got two weeks. Get your tickets. I know some of y'all getting paid today. Okay, some of y'all. That's why y'all at home chilling. Right. Okay? So before you spend fifty dollars on Uber Eats or whatever, because you don't want to get up and go go get it, uh, get your tickets first. All right. Yes, Yolanda, get your tickets. All right. That's that's what you do. Uh, mm-hmm. There's going to be food, drinks, prizes, music. All that st- stuff, man. We're gonna send you home with a nice goodie bag too. It's gonna be a lot of fun, right? It ain't gonna be, it ain't gonna be like no crowded events. It's gonna be pretty, fairly small, but mm-hmm. that's why it ain't gonna be that many tickets sold. All right, but if you want one, we're, we're gonna stop selling them here pretty soon. So uh, get your ticket today and um, come have a good time. But yes, uh, let's re- read some comments here. Kogan Sharer says, "Who else caught with a picture of them hitting a bong?" Only the greatest Olympian of all time and Baltimore native Michael Phelps. Phelps. Facts. And my question is, even after that surface, how many times has Larry Tunsil been suspended for drugs? Zero. 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 Um, listen, I don't care. I, I've never cared about that stuff. Right. I've never cared about that. I mean, off-field concerns, they concern me when it's like habitual Right when it's something that can really affect them on the field, like um, uh, what was the guy for the wide receiver for the Jaguars, oh, Justin? Um, just, just yeah. What was, was his name? You, you know, be you know I know, because yeah, the uh, drunk. Yes, and and he was amazing. By the way, I had him on my fantasy football team. This guy would have been a great, a great wide receiver in this league he was a beast i mean think about what he did these these are games that he playing hung over and he was he was killing it right he had a serious problem though and they knew that a lot of teams knew that before the draft they said um uh, one team had had a scout you know follow him mm-hmm. to you know to hang out at the bar to see how often he go to the bar because somebody had told them hey he's always at this bar and he went to oklahoma state oklahoma yep oklahoma state um and uh blackman yes thank you ravenville justin blackman thank you and um yeah and 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 he um he would go to the bar every day he would go to the bar every day and he's like yeah i gotta take this dude off off the uh you know off my list but he got suspended came back got suspended again and he just couldn't get right man it was just sad to see like something like that okay fine right Mm -hmm. but Okay, he tested positive for marijuana. I don't care. All right, like, all right. I mean, how many times did he did he fail a drug test? All right, mm-hmm. like, okay, one time, fine. Yeah, and in Larry Tunsil's case, he's never failed a drug test. Right, right. So I don't care. Like, he knows he knows how to he he knows how to be at work when he's supposed to be at work. That's all I care about. All right, that other stuff, those aren't red flags to me. That's that's on your own personal time that i don't care about what's a red what's a red flag that you can't help and you can't fix is a player that can't play okay you can't fix that right you look at a player like oh well he's safe can he play he's all right can't do nothing with that 
that's the one thing I don't think that the Ravens evaluate is going to play as play. They they are they good people? Are they safe? They do that because to me, one of the biggest flags in NFL history was um, red flags was Warren Sapp. They said the man failed like nineteen drug tests while at the University of Miami, and the Bucks said so. The Bucks is like, <laughs> okay. Do you see how quick he closed on the quarterback? <laughs> Facts. And what did he do? He pro- he parlayed that into a Hall of Fame career. They said this ain't Miami. This is Tampa Bay. Right. <laughs> we don't have the same design. We don't have the same vices and traps over here. But yeah, like he like he didn't have any problems when he came to the NFL. Hall of Famer. Cornerstone sent that team to the Super Bowl, helped that team win a Super Bowl. So it's these certain players with, with these red flags that take teams over the top. We, unfortunately, if they get a whiff of anything, it's like, bro, I heard uh, he can play, but he missed four call payments while he was in college. I can't draft him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he was in college. He didn't have a job. I know, but it just, he, it just says he's irresponsible, so I can't draft him. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I just, I, I don't care. What's going on, Mikey? Mikey, you are late to, with the news. Buck beat you to it. Yes, Melvin going to the Ravens. Yes. Um, didn't don't like it at all. Don't like it at all. I mean, what what are you doing? Why are you wasting your time? You know. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Raven Ron says, "I want MP back." Yes, I agree. Yo, Sion Attic says we need MP. Yolanda says we need MP. Okay, yes, right. bring back MP. Why? I mean, why didn't they make that move? Right, like, have a day? Yeah, like why did they, like you get Melvin Gordon? Get, get, get uh, Marcus Peters. That that's something I could have been like, okay, because the argument he had on on the sidelines with Harbaugh last season. That's what, yeah, I, it had. I, I think that's what it is too. It had nothing to do with his play. It's just because you question my authority in front of the world. Yeah, and yeah. and and one thing that, that kills me, and I'm not listen. I don't hate the, I don't hate the guy, but the thing that killed me all week long, I've been seeing um, on Twitter that there's been this article about uh, what is his name, uh, Chris Brown, Sean Brown, one of something, and he was a special teamer, mm. and Harbaugh yelled at him and was like, "Yo, you soft, get the f off my field, and all this other stuff, right?" And people are like, "Yeah, I didn't know Harbaugh was thorough like that. I didn't know John Harbaugh, you know, had it in him." He's look done. at look at the caliber of the player. Right. Nobody knows this guy. Harbaugh ain't Harbaugh ain't that guy, right? If if, like if Harbaugh can yell at you like that, you can, you might as well just cut him. Like he ain't, he ain't got it in him, mm-hmm. right? Because because real ones Harbaugh would never do that too. And you don't need to do that too. Like you don't need to yell at any any player. Like this is 2023 now. Like you know, you don't need to yell at your players, right? To to coach them up. I mean, not saying you gotta be all all soft spoken or anything like that. But right. you ain't got you ain't got scream. When have you seen Mike Thomas scream at anybody? You don't. You don't. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, he raises. Yeah, he's firm, but like, he's not like screaming at them like like trying to berate them like that. That's 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 mm-hmm. that's old way of thinking, man. I'm sorry that that don't work. But yeah. my thing is this: keep that same energy with everybody on the team. You don't go to any superstars or stars and talk to them like that. But you'll that? talk to the 52nd man on the roster because you think he don't matter. Like he, like to me, that's punk behavior. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I, 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 I'm ready for Harbaugh to go. Sorry, guys, he yes. can go. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, what's up, Jay? Jay says another running back for y'all to use and abuse. <laughs> <laughs> um Ron says I'm good with the Saquon Barkley trade proven QB and MVP QB uh 
good good out in okay yeah oh hey what's going on Tracy? oh go okay Tracy oh, said that we did she said we didn't sign smooth she said he's going back to jacksonville oh thank you all right okay news, news a little bit better news <laughs> right <laughs> no i don't have anything against though i don't have anything against uh Dwayne smooth man right. but like we have so many young we have so many young uh edge rushers and it's like if we're going to draft them we need to use them Mm-hmm. You know, um, and again, this this goes back to my criticism of of EDC. I've been I've been meaning to rant about EDC for for weeks now. Okay, I've been meaning to do a video on EDC about how he should be on the hot seat, like a very hot seat. Right. All right, and it's all for the reasons that are going on right now, right? Because we keep talking about what we need on this team, and we mm-hmm. drafted all those needs. We need a number three corner. We've drafted like eight of them. Right. Okay. We need you know we we need to show up uh interior D line because we can't rely on Michael Pierce, who by the way I think is, is still a good player. He gets hurt a whole lot, but mm-hmm. when he's in there, he's very good. Dominant. But but we we've drafted interior linemen, okay, lots of, lots of them. When are we gonna expect them to show up? Edge rushers. We've drafted two high ones, right? We drafted another one this year. We drafted. We drafted another one who we already cut the same year we drafted Owe. What was his name from Notre Dame? Dalen Hayes. Dalen Hayes. Right? We drafted a lot of those positions. We drafted a lot of DBs, linebackers, D linemen, edge rushers. We draft all that stuff. And nobody ever steps up. There has to be a consequence for that. That's way too many draft picks for a team that that covets covers draft picks as much as they do. Right? Mm-hmm. They they stress how much they love draft picks and they're important. That's uh, those are the building blocks of your team, but you keep building it wrong, right. right? So there has to be some consequences. I don't care how the players get to the team, whether it's draft, trade, signing, whatever, but get the right players. And he hasn't been doing it. We, we're starting to get some better players now, only because Lamar held your feet to the fire, right? Right. Because you were too lazy, you were too comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. but no, EDC has been doing a terrible job. Horrible. And to your point, listen, five drafts, 43 draft picks. How do you, in a 53-man roster, draft 43 people and you still have needs across the board? Like, that doesn't make sense. That, that lets me know you're not doing your job. And, you know, you've said this time and time again. We draft players that we have to redraft the next season. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You drafted edge rushers this year. Now we got to we got to get an edge rusher next year to replace him. We draft a quarterback this year. We do the same thing the year after. It just lets you know this man does not know what he's doing. Yeah, listen, he can shut me up this year if some of these players start to you know just just blow up. Look, Travis Jones, I feel good. I, I, the, his last draft, I actually feel good about a lot of those players. If we're being honest, right? I Did like this I last like, draft or the draft before this draft. No, I'm sorry, not this not this past one th- before. Uh, yeah, last Kyle year. Hamilton, Kyle Hamilton. I feel good about uh, Linda Baum. I feel good about, and he's already playing well. They're both playing well. Um, Ojabo, I'm 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 okay with Ojabo, right? I'm not I'm not down on Ojabo. I, I just want to see him play, mm-hmm. right? Um, Travis Jones, feel good about him. Um, uh, the tight end, um, uh, what's his name? Cola, Charlie Cola? No, not Cola. Oh, Isaiah Likely. Likely. Isaiah, Isaiah Likely. Likely. <laughs> <laughs> As as they're likely, 
you know, right. um, he's a decent player, right? He he looked decent. I don't think he could be a star, but he looked he looked decent. He he he's definitely a contributor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm good. I'm good with a lot of those players. Kolar, we'll see. Right. Um. So, if those guys all work out, I would say that's a pretty good draft, right? Zay Flowers works out. I'm gonna say you know that's a good pick, and I think it's a good draft because I don't think anybody's gonna work out for that draft. But, um, at least you got some players that really st- you know stepped up, but not enough. Like I need to see some of those cornerbacks that we drafted. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Um, Jeremiah Davis, Pepe, yeah, and Stevens, Brandon Stevens too. Yeah. But the thing is, is he corner? Is he a safety? Uh, wherever he is, whatever, whatever he is, he needs to to break out. They drafted him in the third round. True. So, you know, it's time for, it's time for him to show that he can contribute on the field, right? Um, too high of a pick for him to not contribute. And what is was his third year? It, it's time. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. He came the same year as Owe. So this is yeah, this is gonna be his third year coming right. up. So speaking of Owe needs to needs to show something too. Like all like so Owe needs to show something. Brandon Stevens needs to show something. Ben Cleveland needs to show something. These are all from the same class. Mm-hmm. Like they need to show something this year. These guys start start really showing you something, then I'll say, okay. And Agent E says Caillou Blue Kelly is a shutdown corner. He don't mean it. Hey, listen, I I don't know anything about him, we, and we're not going to know either because he's a he's a low round rookie that's not going to get a chance to play. Right. You know, he might he might be that for somebody else, Agent E. <laughs> <laughs> you get another Sean Wade. I told you this. He's this year's Sean Wade. Yeah, people yeah. forgot about him. We drafted him in, Sean immediately, Wade. and immediately sent him off to New England. Like, that's right. <laughs> Why did you draft somebody that you immediately trade? What? I, why did you draft the fullback that you cut and then brought him back? Yeah. So you drafted him. You wasted a draft pick in the fifth round on the, on the fullback. You paid him a contract and you cut him, which uh, inquired, incurred dead money on your cap. Then you re-signed him again. Like, they just keep making the same mistakes over and over, and it's just like they don't learn. Hey, this is not how you go about business. What team has two fullbacks on their roster right now? <laughs> Ravenville said we still need a corner. Sauce Gardner, rookie of the year, but instead we drafted a safety. Why? Well, because we don't like to pay players, right? And cornerback is a premium position. And Sauce Gardner is already when Sauce Gardner comes up for his contract, he's going to be the highest paid corner in history at the time of signing. Yep. He's he's that kind of player. And the Ravens don't want to pay that. But you can you can pay a safety, right? The safety we can give a safety the most money for, you know in history for a safety because they don't get paid anything, mm-hmm. right? So that's a lot cheaper than paying a cornerback. So if we can have two very good safeties, which we do, we have excellent safeties now. Mm-hmm. Um, the cornerbacks don't have to be as good, and and we have Marlon Humphrey, so that second and third corner don't have to be as good. When you have two very good safeties, uh, you know one of the top corners already, um, you know. The secondary as a whole is is re- really good. Those other corners don't have to be great; they just have to be solid. And Rakiusen, I think, is solid. You know, yeah, but like Abraham said, he has a seventeen percent missed tackle rate, and for a dude that they threw at a lot, it's not good for uh, for Rakiusen. Yes, that's not yeah. good. No, um, but I mean, I don't know where that ranks amongst cornerbacks. You know, but if you look at most teams, most teams don't have two lockdown corners. Most teams don't have one lockdown corner. 
True. Right. I just need him to be solid. That, yes. And I think this could be like a Kerry Williams situation. Kerry Williams was that guy, right? He played 20 <laughs> yards off the ball. And they're like, look, just just run up and tackle him after he makes the first down catch. All right. Mm-hmm. And he would do that. Like, don't give up a big play. He, he Kerry Williams never gave up a, a big play. He'll give you a first down, but he's right. not going to give up the big play. And they didn't, you know, the other team didn't score a lot of points. Uh, what did they? Man, they kind of did that year. That, that defense wasn't that great, but they didn't score on K. Williams that much. Let's True. put it that way. Right. They got a lot of yards on K. Williams, but they didn't score on K. Williams. Then I think don't break. Yeah. So Robinson could be that kind of player. Like, look, just don't give up the big play. That's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. King Hook says, I don't think the problem are the players is the coaches who don't put them in or let them mess up in game and fix it. As soon as they mess up, they're out of the games. I agree. Right. Yeah. I agree. Uh, that, that's, but the problem is the players too. The, some of these players aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> they just aren't talented. <laughs> but, but no, I agree though. Like you, you drafted these guys. Mm-hmm. You gotta let them play. You gotta develop them. Mm-hmm. And you gotta see what they have. Um, right. Yes, it is your job as a coach, especially if you're spending all these draft picks. That's the problem I have. You, you're trading back and getting guys that are fourth, fifth, sixth round picks for a reason. Mm-hmm. And when they don't come out there and play like first round picks, you're not giving them a chance to to play or develop or anything like that. And then you're like, oh, we got to go get a veteran. Oh, we got to, you know, replace, replace them, whatever. No, man, like develop them. You see something in them, develop them and get something out of them. Like it is your, this is literally your job to scout these guys and know which ones to get. You're not going to always get it right, obviously, but you have to hit on some of them. You have right. to. Well, that's been my issue with the Ravens. They came out and said this several times during press conferences. They said, we, when we evaluate talent, we are a height, weight, and speed team. That's the talent that we evaluate. And I never once heard them say, we evaluate people that can play. So right. they're looking for big guys, fast guys, strong guys. But they never look for guys that love football. And they can actually they actually have the talent to get it done. So I just think just just the whole organizational mindset, they need to change it. They need to pivot and go in another direction, find new evaluators, because time and time again, hopefully Zay Flowers is the one for us. Hopefully we finally draft a wide receiver that makes a Pro Bowl. And I don't understand how year in and year out Pittsburgh can go in the fifth, sixth, seventh round, find damn near Hall of Fame wide receivers. And we can't find a guy to get 600 yards. Facts. I mean, facts. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, still, still is. Hey, I'll give you extra money. Come on over here. Help me out. Look, um, I'm, I'm going to read this from Rave Kingdom. And then we, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle back to, to the Todd Munkin story we, that we started out with and we didn't actually uh, okay. do. <laughs> Rave King, what's going on? Says Ooh. Jose Hendo. Did you see the engraving interview with Eric DaCosta's wife? And if so, what you think of her answers? Um, Mikey, uh, OTR Mike asked us this earlier. Uh, of mm. course, I didn't watch that. <laughs> and shout, shout out to engraving, right? Like, right. I love engraving, like, it's nothing against engraving. I, I watch most of his videos as, as much as I can. He puts out like three a day, but um, I don't care what. I don't care what Lacey DaCosta thinks. No disrespect to her. Uh, I value my my wife's opinion on the Ravens more than her opinion. My wife doesn't watch football, right? She, like, what, what do I care what her answers are? Mm-hmm. She doesn't work for the team, mm-hmm. right? Like, 
so what? I, I know she's she's the number one cheerleader of the Ravens. Right. You know, that's that's you know, that's great. You know, um, I don't I don't care. Right? I I don't, I don't get anything from that. You know, right. she's she's a nice she seems like a, a very nice person. She's like a very nice person, but I don't I don't go to her for any insight. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I um, didn't see it as I didn't see it either. And just like you said, what is she supposed to say? When people ask asking like oh did you hear this person you know they didn't throw somebody under the bus or they gave this answer what is she supposed to say right of course her husband works for the ravens so she's supposed to say something positive about the ravens she's not going to say anything detrimental to her husband like what is she supposed to get on there and do like to me and like you said no disrespect to anybody they're all fluff pieces yeah yeah it's a fluff piece just to pump something up and make people feel good about the content that's being put out of there like no Give it. Let me know when she comes on there and speaks her mind how she really feels. Let me let know. Me, let me know when she gets on there and she says, "Look, I overheard EDC talking, and uh, this is what this is what he said." You know right. what I'm saying? That, yeah, yeah. That, that's you never gonna happen. You don't know who we about to go after. I overheard it, but I'm gonna let y'all know later on in in Twitter. Like if you if you got that cool, but just oh, my husband's doing a fabulous job, and the Ravens are doing everything they can. No, they're not. And listen, this ain't this to her. This that's what she's Not supposed to do. You're supposed to support your man. So Fair. good for her. But I, I wouldn't have her on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know. I <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I I don't I don't need that over here. Like right. I, like I'm not trying. That's not being negative. Right. But that's 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 a puff piece, right? That's that's hey, you know. Uh, I think they're doing great, you know, doing a great job. I feel optimistic about it. Okay, a, a fan's perspective. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like I don't need to I don't need to interview somebody, you know, for that reason. Like right. if I'm trying to get some information, cool, but no. No. Um he said, "How did he get the interview with with Costa's wife? Because he's engraving." Lots of people S- go on that show. Silly question. Right. It's only a matter of time before Ed Costa goes on the show. <clears throat> I agree. You know, he already did an interview with Lamar, him and Nitro, mm-hmm. right? Um, he was on that, um, and Greg was on that show that uh, I think he used to be a baseball announcer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his name. Right. That's the one he, that got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Engraven's been, he's been places and, and seen some things. So don't ask a question why. Like, he he's out here grinding, so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that doesn't surprise me at all. N- nothing would surprise me. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think anybody from the organization would love to be on Engraving's channel. Like he 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 does a lot of great things. Um, Facts, Coach. What, what Coach say? Coach said that's like my wife coming on y'all show and y'all asking her about me. Yes. <laughs> what is she supposed to say? <laughs> yes. Right, like. <sighs> Again, like I mean, good for engraving for for uh, getting it. That's like I said, it's not this. Like that's 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 pretty cool, mm-hmm. right? Um, but but just over here, yeah, <laughs> just over here. <laughs> now that that now don't get it twisted. If we got <laughs> if we got some we got some Ravens players. If they want to come talk to us, <laughs> but that right there, yeah, I don't think. Listen, <laughs> we get a bad rap. We're not as negative as as, as some people try to make us out to be. We're right. not. There's nothing that we said here that isn't true. Okay. Um, overall, we have we have high expectations for this team, right? Super Bowl type expectations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm going to criticize the things that 
other people are saying that always, you know, always high fiving everything about me. Go on Twitter, you know, I'm pretty sure I haven't looked on Twitter, but I'm pretty sure there are people out there that are telling you why Melvin Gordon is a great signing. I'm waiting for him. Oh, they're out there. I'm sure. I, 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 I it's probably already, they're doing. Pro- it. It's probably yeah. They're probably already out. Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they, they tweeting you, they, they giving you their, their analysis of why he can help this team and all this other nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's a bad signing. It is right. I'm sure there are some people that were telling you why Dwayne Smoot was a great signing, and now that, uh, you know, like, like Tracy said, Jeremy Fowler reported that that, uh, uh oh no, he said she's saying Van Noy is coming in. Kyle Van Noy. Kyle, Kyle Van Noy. Now that they'll they'll pivot and say actually Smoot wasn't that good. Kyle yeah. Van, Van Noy. That's the you know, guy. That's that's what you need to get. And Calvin, I know he used to. I'm not sure how, how he played last year, but he used to be that dude. Dog, right? He played under Belichick. He's got to be the answer for us. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? You know, you know what I hate, and and even when I watch like old replays, what I hate is watching NFL draft rooms when they mm. draft a player and everybody get up and they high five yeah. and they're hugging each other. And I'm like, dude, y'all yeah. been in the room. Like, do that clapping. Right. Yeah. I'm like, y'all been in the room six hours with each other. <laughs> Why are you handshaking everybody off a pick you knew you was going to make? Like that burns me up. And it's kind of like the Ravens signings. Like we sign a guy and everybody's just like, yeah, oh, we did it. We got him. Another guy for the bench that will cut in about. You know what it reminds weeks. me of? What's Family that? Feud. Whenever somebody gives an answer, yeah, yeah good answer, yeah, good, good right, answer. Right. <laughs> and Steve Harvey looking at him like, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <You're an idiot. laughs> but yeah, the I can't. Family feud, cal- family, family feud clap. That's what I'm starting right. calling it. The family feud clap. That, that's exactly what it is, man. I can't wait to see these videos. <laughs> I can't wait to see these videos about how Melvin Gordon is going to change. The perception of the Ravens going forward. Uh. All right, let's get to the Lamar news. <laughs> uh, Sarah Ellison tweeted out this clip from um, from James Jones, mm-hmm. and she said, "You know, says uh, talked. I talked to Tom Munkin. That's what uh, James Jones said. Uh, he said, talking about Munkin, we're taking Lamar Action Jackson back to Louisville." It's four wide. He's going to throw this thing. Another thing I'm hearing out of camp is A. Flowers is the best wide receiver out there, including OBJ, and it ain't close. Okay. So um, four wide receiver sets, I mean, that's something we haven't seen here since, uh, I don't know, March of Broda. <laughs> Fact. This is true. This is true. So there's some people in the comments right now like, who? 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 That was the first coach. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, I mean, we haven't seen four wide receivers set, uh, in Lamar's career here, really, right? Outside a couple of gimmick plays where you, you have uh, the fullback lined up out there, but uh, that'd be great, you know. I listen, I, I'll say this Tom Munkin has, has said a lot of right things, mm-hmm. uh, since he's been here. I, I like what he said, I, I like his philosophy. We'll see if it plays out like that on the field. But so far, I'm, you know, I, I don't have a lot of criticism about him right now. Everything that he said in, in press conferences and whatnot, I like what I'm hearing. And mm-hmm. the players, you know, from what I'm hearing, they like what he's doing. So I actually I feel good about that, right? And and I, I will take him at his word right now that the plan is is to is to be more balanced at the very least. Mm-hmm. What what do you think? <sighs> 
I was a little skeptical in the beginning. Yeah. But but I give him credit because a lot of times, you know, we've said stop trying to make players adapt to your system and adapt to the players. And I just think that it's ingenious of him to say, you know what? Let's go back to the Louisville days. Look what he did at Louisville. This the dude threw the ball all over the field. He just happened to run for 1500 yards. Right. So, you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. design runs anything like that. He just happened to do it. So when you found that he was most successful in the system, why not adapt your system around it? So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and believe that he's going to try to put Lamar in the best situation he can. For me, now, I guess I have that nervousness. Can Lamar get it done? Because now we've kind of stripped away a lot of the excuses of the offensive coordinator. He doesn't have any weapons around him. Now it's on Lamar to actually go out there and make the throws, stay healthy, and lead this team. I know he can do it because I've seen him do it at Louisville. He's done it against my Florida State Seminoles. I've watched him dismantle an NFL-type team in college. So I know that he can do it. I just hope that the pieces that we've added around him can stay healthy because – Listen, Zay Flowers got nicked up early on. Hopefully it's not a reoccurring issue. We know what happened with OBJ. Bateman hasn't been healthy since he's been in the league. Devin DuVernay is coming off an injury as well. Yeah. Alan Wallace, James Roche, I don't know. But I think, and I know I clown him, we've clowned him a lot, but I think Nelson Aguilar is going to play a big role coming up this season. Yeah. I didn't forget Agent E. He says, remember, you owe me a shirt if Lamar gets 1,000 yards this season. Look, I got it written down. I got written down. You're going right. to lose, Agent E. Right, You're yeah. going to lose. Yeah. Um, well, well, he he. I think he'll, he'll be close. He might be like 800. He uh, might be, but I just think he's going to pass so much. Is, is, if, if everything goes according according to plan, mm-hmm. um, you're going to be passing more. We're going to be up a lot, and he won't be playing a lot of fourth quarters. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. Um Obviously, we know he can go over a thousand yards, but this needs to be a year that 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 starts to go down, right? Uh, it needs to be a more balanced attack. You need to give your running backs the ball, right? Give J.K. Dobbins the ball, and let him go over a thousand yards, mm-hmm. right? So this this is the year. This this is the year. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not nervous about it because like I I know he can do it. I think he's shown right. enough uh, with 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 poor coaching poor game planning uh to go out there and do it you just need a coach that's going to that's going to uh play to to his strengths and i think monk monkin will do that i think monkin is more of okay i'm seeing what you're doing out there how you feel about this play you know um i think you're gonna get more of that instead of just telling them hey just run this play you know what i mean like i I was watching that uh show on netflix quarterback yeah it was good and there was a game with uh, Mahomes, um, the Chiefs. They're playing. Um, I can't remember who it was. Uh, not the Bills. Maybe it's like Tampa or whoever. Or, or the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And um, they were going for a, a game-winning touchdown. And Chargers. Oh, it was the Chargers. Okay. And he goes to the sideline, and and anybody says, "How do you feel about this about this play?" And he was like. Yeah, I'm good with that. And he's like, okay, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's more of a, it's, it's you know, it's, it's more of like a partnership, right? He's not saying, hey, go run this play. He's like, right. how you feel about this right here? And Mahomes said, yeah, you know, anything going on? I didn't, you know, he's like, that's the perfect play. I didn't even think about that at the time, but that was that's a perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I love it. You know, I think you can get that type type of relationship with Tom Munkin and and Lamar. 
Right. And that happens yes. when you have trust. When you have trust in one another, it's like, I know you're going to put me in the best position. So I don't care what you're calling. I know it's going to work. Go out there and let's execute. Mm -hmm. I think you'll see a lot of that. He, he seems like that type of person. He seems like, hey, I'm very receptive to what my players think, what my quarterback thinks. And, you know, I want to make sure he's comfortable out there. I don't think that was the case with, uh, with G-Row. Right. Hey, listen, you man, listen, Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston, they both had their best years on the top monk. And so I'm gonna get a man the benefit of the doubt until he proves otherwise. Now, there's another Tom Munkin thing I want to discuss here because we're very high on Tom, Tom Munkin right now. But I also mm -hmm. want to say, not so fast, my friends, as <laughs> as OTR Mike would say, right? Not so fast, my friends. Not so fast, my friends. Um, there's another tweet here talking about Tom Munkin, right? And this is from your favorite, my favorite, Coach Evans' favorite, Pro Football Focus. <laughs> And it says PFF ranks Ravens OC Tom Munkin as the seventh best OC in the league going into 2023 season. Why? Like based on what? Like now I just told you, I feel good about Tom Munkin. I think they're going to have a good relationship. I think this office is going to do well. This is me as a fan and mm -hmm. I'm projecting. If we're doing a power ranking, right? What are we basing this off of? Mm-hmm. Seventh best. I don't know. How do you guys feel? How, how do you feel, Hendo? Chat. How, how do you feel about him being seventh best OC off of what he did? But uh, three, four years ago. Yeah, yeah, three years ago. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. Listen, this is the same publication that said that Morgan Moses was the top five offensive lineman in the league. So you know they have no clues of what they're doing. And like Raven Ross said, zero games. And I know what he did three years ago, four years ago. He has not done it recently. So how do you base this off of whatever? First of all, you have to start with the coaches that act, the, o, the OCs that actually coached last season, and you rank them from there. After you get to the point of the people that actually coach all the new OCs, then you start to rank them. So he has to be in the latter half of the league just because he just doesn't have any games played. That's kind of like when you do a, a, a rankings list and you want to throw rookies in there. And when we, do, when we do our list, we don't use rookies because we don't know what they can do. Because they mm -hmm. haven't done anything, so yeah, PFF. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I should have done some more research to see who who was below him. Because I feel like that's going to be di real disrespectful. Some of the names that I saw, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, coach. Speaking of power rankings, speaking, go over to more sip to tally. Okay. Yes, today, and today, today. Number number seven. Number eight was yesterday. That was the Saints. The Saints made the top 10. I am shocked. That, listen, that one shocked me, right? Because, yes, I, I've been watching it every day. I know they haven't been called, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, they're back there somewhere. I know we passed them. I just probably didn't pay attention. <laughs> he right. said the Saints. I was like, damn. Okay. <laughs> All right. right. <laughs> I, I, I thought they, listen, I, Coach, I know, you have you, I know you have your system and how you rank the teams and everything, and you've done a phenomenal job going mm -hmm. forward. But I just think that the Saints should be deducted for a slash just for Dennis Allen being the head coach. Fact. At least. At least. He's got to be ranked like 28 at best in, in head coaches. Oh, God, he sucks. Man, it's terrible. <laughs> he is terrible. But great breakdown. Great breakdown. And, you know, that's a conversation piece, right? Don't go look at at, at these PFF uh, 
Nasa's power rankings that are based on nothing at mm-hmm. all. Feelings. You know, feelings and you know, or just they just, they just draw some names out of a hat and just put it together and tweet it out and people react to it. Um, go over to more more tally, mm-hmm. catch up if you haven't caught up. He's doing a team a day for 32 days, actually 31 days, because number two and number one, he's going to do together. Right. And then um that's gonna that's gonna finish the series is gonna finish on Wednesday and he's gonna come on our show 7 15 p.m. Eastern time and we're gonna go over the whole list. All right. So this is gonna be a big week this coming week. So tune in every day, mm-hmm. watch, you know, comment, subscribe, right? And then we'll we'll come back on Wednesday and we'll discuss the whole power rankings. Now, listen, number seven is today. The Ravens have not been named yet. They have not been named yet. All right. And I and I, listen, any team that's in like the top 12, that's that's playoff level. Mm-hmm. You have a chance to win. Right. So and I know these are just power rankings. These aren't set in stone. But based off of his research, he, you know, he's he's put together a very good case. So being in the top 10 means he feels really good about your team. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm shocked by the Saints. I'm shocked. Oh, <laughs> Maybe it has to do more for their division because they can win the NFC South because all okay. those teams, all those teams suck over there. Well, you know, mm. look, B would tell you slow down. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> the Panthers can make their case. It, it, it really depends. But see, the Panthers are low because they have a rookie quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Um, but if 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 a young plays to what we expect them to. They could they can turn all that around. So yeah. he looks good. He looks good out there. I ain't yeah. gonna hold you. Um, unlike the Ravens, because for some reason it's like two, three, four o'clock in the morning. I look on YouTube for things to watch. Mm-hmm. And I look to see which teams have like the little docu-series of certain things going on. And I think I see the Arizona Cardinals has one and the Carolina Panthers. And, yes, it, it, yeah. and it gives you insight as to what happened once they drafted them. They got Deuce Staley in there acting a fool as he always does no matter where he goes. But they showed kind of little intricacies of position battles and certain things. And I've seen Bryce Young, and he looked really good. Like, I think even though he's on the smaller side, I think rookie of the year. Okay. I think he yeah. – I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. Now, you know, these other quarterbacks I feel good about too, right? Mm-hmm. But I think Bryce Young's in the best position. Now, Anthony Richardson, yes, I, I don't think that's a bad staff over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I, I like um, Frank Reich. I, I love that um, Jim Caldwell's on the on the staff. You put together a, a staff that's very quarterback <clears throat> friendly mm-hmm. and and no and no offense very well. Mm-hmm. A lot of experience there. They know what they're doing. I, I feel like he's in a he's in a very good situation. They even brought in what's his name, Cade. Kate McNeil. Oh, Josh McCown. Josh, Josh, Josh McCown. They, they even brought him in as a quarterback coach. Mm-hmm. Like they when that when they showed that staff, and I'm like, they brought the dude Ezero, whatever his name is from Edge Denver. Of, Edge of, is it Edge of Edge of Ezero, something yeah. Ezero or something like that. They brought him to Denver, but then they also brought back Dom Capers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they got a coach's staff over there. Whew. Yeah. And I think, you know, they really took the time, I think, vetting all these quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like all of them, and I think they got exactly who they. Well, I know they got exactly who they want. They picked number one, right. right? You know, we were thinking Anthony Richardson or or even um, CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud, right? I like CJ Stroud, 
But, I watched the Houston Texans one too. Yeah, I like that. Yes. But the Panthers got exactly who they want. And I think based off of what they want to do and his skill sets, they know exactly what, how, you know, what to do with him. And I think it's not going to take a lot, a lot of time for him to get up to speed and get things rolling with this team. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my feeling. That's my feeling. I feel really good about the Panthers. But again, that's a feeling. But coach is going to give you facts. He's going to give you data. He's going to tell you exactly what, you know, like rookies don't have anything. They don't have any, any data, right? Right. So that's just feelings. That's just our feelings, right? He's going to show you here's what these guys are actually actually did last year. And based off of that, here's where this position is ranked. And and here's where I have the, the team ranked. So go check it out. Yes, indeed. And that's why Carolina was 28th in his ranking. Oh. <laughs> the Rams were dead last. Yeah. Yeah, I could have sworn it was going to be Arizona through and through. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Butler says, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Melvin Gordon, Justice Hill, lots of passing out of the backfield. That's Todd Munkin's plan for Lamar. Gus don't catch the ball like that. He can catch, though. He can catch. They don't throw it to him, but he can catch, though. Yeah. Um, Maybe. First of all, Melvin Gordon's not even going to be on the team. <laughs> He's a camp body, like. He paid three million for a camp body. Facts, they, and, they, and they probably did. They, yeah, that, that's that's probably what will, what will happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, yes, I know Big Reg. He doesn't believe that Ravens are a top fifteen roster. They're top. But hold, hold on, time out. Let's let's not miss words here. Do you think they're a top fifteen team? No, he does not. He believes they are seventeenth. Okay, so you think they're gonna they're gonna be a, they're not gonna be a playoff team? Is what you're saying? I don't think any team where Lamar is playing, you know, the majority of the season mm-hmm. is going to miss the playoffs. I just don't, I just don't think that's going to happen. Right. Um, how, and honestly, like, how do you, how, how can you say that when you've seen, like, Lamar hasn't missed the playoffs when he's leading, when he's leading the team? Like, we, yes, when he missed six or seven games, uh, we missed it uh, the year prior. Right. But every other season, you know, this team wasn't working with anything and we were pretty good mm-hmm. this year. We've had a, probably a better roster on off. Well, all around, I will say, uh, then, then right. this is the best team he's worked with. So how can you, how do you feel that they're 17th at best that they can't, they can't make the playoffs. Cause that's what you're saying. You're saying that they can't make the playoffs, you know? He says, I believe preseason rankings, they have a 15-17 roster. Uh, he said, that's not the same as where I believe their record will be. <sighs> I'm going to tell you what that is, uh, Big Reg. That's a cop-out. <laughs> that's a cop-out. All right? Preseason, what, what are they going to do differently from preseason to regular season? What, what, what are they going to add to make you change their mind? Melvin Gordon. <laughs> that's a cop out man that's a cop out all right, all right. do you think they're a playoff team or not yes or no <laughs> all right let's be a couple more comments get up out of here hit that like button if you're new here man hit that subscribe button mm-hmm. uh and don't forget to get your tickets for the august 4th meet and greet all right Thanks. two weeks left to get your tickets um 
honestly, I'm not even sure if we're gonna sell. We might stop selling tickets before that. Like I said, it's not gonna be that many people. Yeah. Um, decent amount, decent amount. Mm-hmm. Not you know, it's, it's you're not gonna be elbow to elbow. You're gonna have some some room. We're gonna mingle, just gonna talk. Uh, you know, we'll do a little Q and A session. You know, we're gonna play some music. You know, there'll be drinks there. Uh, via cash bar, adult drinks. Uh, you want you know soda or whatever. All that's on the house. Food. You know, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good selection of food there too. So, hang out, man. It's a good time. You know, and it's it's a nice area, very nice area. If you want to hang out afterwards, they got bars right there within walking distance, restaurants, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's it's you know even if you want to take your your significant other out for a nice little date, that's a great great place to to go, man. Go mingle for a little bit, leave, go get some food, drinks, all that stuff. Have a great night. You, right. you kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. You take a significant other out. You help support us, meet new people, and then you can go about your business. Like you said, they have the ice cream parlor there. And that yeah. ice cream is really good. The it creamery, is. really yeah. good. That place is it's just so many different things to do out there. Yeah, see, as they say, said the ice cream. Yep. Yep. It, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. So B says, so would you rank them higher if they came back with Demarcus and Deshaun. <laughs> Deshaun is say he's possibly retiring this year. He's not coming back. Bummer. Good. I know. <laughs> I gotta follow Deshaun, but yeah, that, I mean, he did exactly the fact that he, he did exactly what I said he was gonna do. Mm-hmm. Go out there, make a big catch, and then take himself out the game. Yep. It's just like, yeah. I mean, it's fine. Everybody gets old. But you the know, man was on a couch doing podcasts, and you thought he was going to jump off the couch and go out there and be your leading receiver. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I, at, at least they didn't do that. And, and I want to get to the other, the second part of what James Jones said there that you know he's hearing Zay Flowers is the number one, is the best wide receiver in camp. It's not even close, including OBJ. You know, I said he was fibbing a little bit earlier because <laughs> OBJ hasn't reported to camp yet. Right now, if we're talking about, in fact. We said maybe mini camp, but I don't think he went to mini camp. He went to the he went to the mandatory mini camp, but he didn't like he practiced, but he didn't play hard. Like he went out there and jawed and caught a couple passes, but he wasn't out there running route routes. You know how else I know that's not true? We saw the tape of OBJ doing a one-handed catch, mm-hmm. right? And Keith Williams out there was like, Yo, I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. And the receivers are like, No, you don't. You don't like when we do that. And he's like, I don't like when you do that. <laughs> <Facts>. <laughs> don't you try that. <laughs> so <laughs> I think he I think they are loving what they're seeing from OBJ. But listen, listen, he's you know, James Jones might be exaggerating a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think Zay Flowers is looking good. And he's not the only person that's been saying that his footwork and everything looks amazing. And man, we need it. God, we need yeah. it. I hold I look I saw some tape of Zay Flowers in college. I went back and watched some some film him in uh Colorado. Mm-hmm. Was it Colorado? Yeah, Colorado. Boston. He played at Colorado because he went to Boston College. Boston College. Boston College. I'm sorry, not Colorado. Boston College. Uh they both had a kind of golden like yeah. helmet. Um listen, he looked really good when he got the ball. That quarterback is awful. Where Boston College quarterback is, man. He's terrible, mm-hmm. but Zay Flowers looked really good. He looked really good. 
So I hope that translates to the NFL because we need that. And I hope I, I have not given up on Rashad Bateman at all. Mm-hmm. He just needs to stay healthy. I think he can do a lot out there. And look, man, this could be a very good, very good wide receiving core. It, it, health is the is the number one key. I think OBJ uh, will be 100% this year. He's been putting in a lot of work um, this offseason. I think this is probably the healthiest he's been in a while. Um, Rashad Bateman should be 100% uh by a start of season and you know those guys are gonna be competing for for you know position you know first second third wide receiver spot and playing time and i think all of them going to try to show out and duvernay is going to be in that mix too i mean he's not going to I mean, he's going to be fourth but duvernay listen duvernay I, I i i like duvernay man like he's not as skilled as those guys but he he gets the ball in his hands and he he tries to make some plays with it He'll be five. You think he's going to be behind Aguilar? Yes. Ag- yeah. Listen, and Brodney said this before. Aguilar is the last is the only wide receiver that's had an 800 yard season in the last three years. That's a good point. And they said Aguilar did look good in minicamp. And they have a, him and Lamar have a connection. So, all right, he can be fifth. Well, look, they're going to be running four wide receiver sets, so there's going to be there's going to be some opportunities for everybody. True, true, true. If they don't trade him, they can't. They can't trade. Duvernay, Why can't man? they trade Duvernay? Because he's if, a return specialist. If Zay Flowers can return punts, not like Duvernay, he hasn't shown that he can be an all pro. Like, he's an all pro. He's, okay. he's not. Yeah, he's not a pro, but he's an all pro. Right. But let me ask you this question, then, Jose: When is the last time Duvernay's been an all pro returner, and when is the last time he's returned a punt or kickoff or a touchdown? Just off the top of your head. Uh, no, no, yeah, you know he. I think two years ago was the last time he re- he returned uh, a kickoff or a touchdown, right? But mm-hmm. I don't need him to return it. Like field position, if if. If he can get us out, you know, past the, the 35, right? you know, more times than not, I'll take that over a, a touchdown. Yes, but he got hurt last year, and they've been yeah. using him less and less because they had to put him at wide receiver. So, you know, you kind of have to limit his snaps. I just think that, listen, you trade him, you save $4 million, or you get $4 million taken off your cap to kind of, <laughs> you know, circumvent the the, the Melvin Gordon signing. And if you can, they love they love players that can do more. They love players that can do multiple things at once. So if Zay can be the wide wide receiver one two or whatever, and he can be a Pro Bowl punt returner, now it looks uh, make it makes it look it makes EDC look even more like a genius for drafting him. Okay, but save money for what? What are we getting? You, you're, that's the question that we need to all ask. What are we saving money for? But that's that. But that's why you leave him there because okay. God forbid there's some injuries. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to say, all right, look, Duvernay, you know, you're right there. You, you can step up, right? right? There's some comfort level with Duvernay. And l- yes, I agree. Yeah, we could save $4 million. We could save four, another three, $4 million by not signing Melvin Gordon. You know, we could mm-hmm. save another few million by not signing Kyle Van Noy if, he, if we sign him. And we could have gotten, we could have gotten DeAndre Hopkins. True. But that ship has sailed. Right. So, I mean, if we're not trying to make any move, man, leave that alone. Leave that alone, man. I, 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 you know, saving money is great when you're trying to do something, but I don't, I don't care about saving money just to say, oh, yeah, we're fiscally responsible. We are not. <laughs> As a team, we are not. I just think we need that money. I think we need that rainy day fund for injuries. Oh, did he? I'm not sure. DZ says, didn't he have a return touchdown for the Miami game? He Maybe he did. Have. 
Okay. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. But yes, no, look, touchdowns are great. But average field position, I care about more. If if the team, if the other team is afraid to kick it to him because they know he's going to run it past the 35, he's going to get to 35, 40 yard. That's great field position. You know, they're trying to kick away from him. They're trying to, uh, you know, get touchbacks and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's great. Even on punts, you know, they punt the ball to him. You know, we're not starting. We're not starting on 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 the back end. We're not starting near the near our own our own goal line. We're we're starting closer to to midfield. I I'll take that. You know, um, that's why that's why I, I I hated that we didn't get Devin Hester until he was already washed up. <laughs> That was terrible. Like Devin Hester is a perfect example, right? Because that was a that he was the main reason why the Bears went to the Super Bowl. True. Wasn't Rex Grossman. <laughs> it damn sure wasn't Rex Grossman. It wasn't Rex Grossman. All right. Um, like you watch those games, and I saw a few of those games. I mean, obviously, aside from the touchdowns, like the field position. The field position. And they had one of the top defenses. So yeah, when if, if we get if we only have to go sixty yards, yeah, Rex Grossman can get the job done. Mm-hmm. And then you got somebody, man, like they were after after that after that Cardinals game, pe- teams were terrified to kick the ball to them. So even on kickoffs, they're kicking it out of bounds. <laughs> they're, like, yeah. they're like, we'll take the, we'll take the penalty. That's fine. It's just don't just don't kick it anywhere near him. <laughs> <laughs> The Ravens were like, Devin Hess is available. How old is he? 29. Let's wait about yeah. five more years. He'll be, he'll be just right for us then. We don't we don't need him in his prime. He's gonna cost a little bit too much money. Uh Agent E Rex was not solid. He was solid that year. Rex, he, yeah, was he, not, was, he, he wasn't he was, a solid, he wasn't he was a solid guy. He, he was he was really bad. And to be honest with you, the Colts played the Colts didn't play that well in the Super Bowl. It's just Rex played even worse. Oh yeah. Yeah, that yeah. defense was was amazing. Yeah. That was Brian Erlacher and uh, who was the edge rusher they had? Or he was an edge rusher. He was an outside linebacker. Outside line. uh, and they had what's his name? Peanut, Peanut Punch Tillman. Tillman. Peanut Tillman. Like they they had some. They had Eddie Jackson. Like they had some dudes on that defense. Yo, they had they had some hitters. And the running back. Who? Which one was that running back? Because they've gone through so. Many. Thomas something. Thomas. He's an actor now. Was it? Yes, my man. Oh man. I forget his name. Yeah, but he had a little the little brother play for Dallas. That f- I think Cedric Benson was on that team too. I can't remember. That's who it was. It was Cedric yeah. Benson. He passed yeah. away now though. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was um. What's the guy's name? Something something Thomas. His last name is Thomas. But I I, I know he, he he does a lot of acting now. Yeah, he was in a NWA's movie. Straight out of yes. Compton. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and he was in uh, Luke Cage too. I think. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he went from there. He played for the Jets, Chicago, and somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's the guy. Yeah. But, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I say I say hold on to him. Trade only for value. Don't trade to save. Just a trade. I don't want listen, I don't want any more low round picks. Thomas, Thomas Jones. Jones. That's his. Yes, that was yeah, his name. Thank Ravenville, you, Bill. You've been you've been saving us today. You Thank you, Ravenville. We <laughs> We're old. Yeah. Thomas Jones. Um, no, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do any of these trades. I don't, don't want to do a, a Denzel Mims trade where we get a conditional seventh round pick. 
Uh, right. His little brother was Julius Jones. That's who it was. Julius thank Jones, you. yes. Thank you, Ravenville. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I don't I don't want any more of those those moves. I, mm-hmm. I don't want any more of that. Um because next year <laughs> I want us to consolidate all of our picks. I want us to have you know a first and two seconds or two first and a third or fourth, and that's it. I want us to have about three picks. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Um no more trading back and and getting a ton of picks that don't work out. I want two picks that we know are going to work out and to say, all right, we're, we're good. Right. So that would be B, optimal. B and yeah, Big B. Major are, they, they arguing. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Coach thinks Voorhees is going to be good. I think so too. I think he was going to be, he was going to be a second or third rounder prior to his injury. So I think they got to still trade back up in the seventh round and getting him as what, like a guard or a tackle. I don't know. Guard. Guard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. If he's projected to be a second or third round, because guards don't usually go on the first. So yeah, I just think he's had too many injuries throughout college. But if he can beat that injury bug, we have a, we have another candidate for tackle. I mean, for, uh, for guard. You already got like eight people fighting for a left guard position right now. Man. So on Coach's stream, he mm-hmm. asked. You know, what do we want to see in training camp? Uh, my answer was, I need to see early, like like next Friday early. I need mm-hmm. to see somebody establish, establish themselves as the guy at left guard. I don't want to find out after the third game of the season who's going to be, who's going to get the, the nod at left guard. I want to hear from Jefferson Rabick on Friday, next Friday. Mm-hmm. I want to hear so-and-so has leaped ahead in 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 that that uh, battle for left guard. I need that established now. Yeah. And it better be Ben Cleveland. It should be Ben Cleveland. It, again, you know, we we're talking about EDC's hot seat. It better be Ben Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh what we spent on him? A fourth round pick? Third. He's a third round. Another another That's third right. round. Yeah, we had two third. Yeah, so another third round pick. You know, we we loved him when we signed him. He eats squirrels, right? He's got all these popcorn muscles. Look how big he is. You know, so yeah, he he. This better be it. He better pass that conditioning test. First try, first try. He better get out there, and he better get some reps. Now, listen, Falele is 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 a giant. I seen him firsthand. He is he is a giant. If he got that, if they can get him to play left left guard, mm-hmm. we ain't gonna have no problems. But his feet, though, yeah. Now, coach said you don't need to have great great feet to play the interior line, right? So maybe that that works out for him. If that's the case, then why Ben Cleveland can't get the job? Uh, he get, he gets ran over too much. I don't know. He's stiff. Like he has stiff hips. Yeah. I don't know, but listen, we ain't draft them. They drafted them. They need right. to figure that out. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. True. That's my whole thing with it, man. Like they drafted these guys. Mm-hmm. They better work out. I'm tired of this, man. Like Falele is another one. I didn't mention him earlier, but he's another one. If he works out that, you know, that'd be huge. But mm-hmm. Sala. Sala, yeah. Uh what, he's a big yeah. dude. He's a big dude too. Yeah. Yeah, 
all, like like Mike used to say, all these mala mala guys, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody has somebody has to take the reins and work out and take over that job. Or we're gonna once again we're gonna have to go here in free agency or trade for somebody. Listen, uh, what's my guy? I'm getting so old. Uh, for Denver, the guard for Denver is still out there. But Denver, right? Dalton Rosner. Oh, Rosner. Yeah, he's still available. That's what they could have spent that three mil on. Man, listen, I, I I need I need this old line short up. I I hate that we just letting Morgan Moses ride just. Just, just free, no, no, you know, nothing. Just, just, just ride free in that that right tackle spot. No competition, that man just feeling no pressure. He like, I'm good, man. Ain't nobody gonna beat me. I hate it. I, I need that O line showed up, man. Like, I, I need a clean pocket for Lamar. I need some, some good holes for J.K. to run through. Mm-hmm. I need good solid execution. If there's just as much pressure, I say more pressure on the coaches. No. Definitely more pressure on the coaches than Lamar. Lamar's got pressure. He's got to perform. Right. Right. Right now, he's the highest paid QB ever. They got him some weapons. They're not the best weapons, but they got him some weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, there's expectations. And I feel good about him. I don't think there's going to be any issue there. I think he's locked in and I think he's going to play well. The coaches, listen, huge pressure. Right. Huge pressure because. They also have Lamar there. They also have some other weapons. There's no excuses of, oh, well, you know, the players got to step up too. You don't have that excuse. You have the players that that know how to play out there. You got to run the right place. This right. is true. And then, it, you know, also it, it's an instance of if we don't meet expectations, now EDC has an excuse to say, it ain't me. I brought the players in here. I've given you the talent. You're still not living up to expectations. So maybe we need to make a change in the coaching position, starting with the head coach. So, yeah. Well, like I said, he's got an ace that he's holding on to, right? It's not – no, he's not going to say it ain't me. He's going to say it ain't us because Ozzy's still in the building. That is and true, Ozzy too. is a lead scout. That is, still, that is true, too. He's going to say, you know, I mean, it's Ozzy, boss. Like, you know, like, like I, you, you saying Ozzy messed up? Right. You know, like, I work closely with him. Mm-hmm. I, I know we didn't get it wrong with these guys. Right? And, and, uh, and, and, uh, Bashadi's gonna sit and be like, yeah, you're right, man. You're that's, right. that's a good, that's a good point. All right, right. We're, gonna, we're gonna get John up out of here. Mm-hmm. EC's not going anywhere. I'm just saying he should be on the hot seat. He's not going anywhere because he's got that, he's got that one, that one ace up his sleeve that he can, he can play anytime. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're not doing a bad job. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's the guy that that's not coaching them up. Right. And you know, there's some truth to that because you know, you bring in that many players. I mean, some of them got a hit. Somebody. At some point. Yeah. Someone, at least one of them. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. All right. We're gonna wrap it up, man. Um, be a couple more comments here. Uh King Hook says Peters went back to the Raiders for a workout. Just not reported. Yeah, I don't think we're getting them. But see, listen, for me, all that is smoke and mirrors. How many yeah. times does he have to go back to the Raiders for a workout if you want to sign me? Like, I think he's just trying to keep his name out there. It's like, like Baltimore. You see me with this other girl? Like, you yeah. see me with her, 
Yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do, do it. It's <laughs> the last chance. I'm, me and her going to go steady, which is, I'm, I'm telling you. And then you see him again the second time. Like, listen, I know I said the first time it was me and her, but for real, you see I'm back a second time. So I'm real serious. Let me know if you want me. Tell me right now. <laughs> Ray from Austin interview Ozzy's second cousin on the next show. Need that insight. <laughs> we're not gonna throw shots over here. Yeah, that's not what we're we not gonna throw <laughs> We are very professional. Listen, what's up, go Zeke? what's up, Zeke? Man, you came at the very end. Yeah. What's good, man? Appreciate you coming through. Um, go watch Engraven's video, man. Go check out Lacey DeCosta's interview. Listen, um, what I've seen, you know, she seems like a you know a very nice person. Mm-hmm. Um you know, good for anything, you're gonna have a good conversation with her, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying it wasn't a good conversation. So yes, I, I said no, we wouldn't bring her on the show because no, we we're not right. look, she she's not going to say anything negative about the team. She's not gonna say anything and criticize her husband, right? Um mm-hmm. and I I I would expect her not to. She better not. Right. You, you stand up, you, you stand up for your man, right? But I don't see any value in that over here. That's all I'm saying. And she's a very nice lady. Like she's yeah. on Twitter, she's on Twitter, and she just talks to people, have con- regular conversations. I don't know how many GMs' wives are actually doing that with the fan base, but like you said, for us, no, 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 no. Um, but no, no, no. We we we're not we're not interviewing relatives or anything like that. Right. Um. Let's see. If the Raiders sign him, he will get a two-year deal. Probably. That's usually how it's done. One or two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diallo says, we had chances to fire Harris after 2018 and have... Oh, you mean you mean Harbaugh? Harbaugh, yeah. Have, yeah, we did. But Lamar saved his job. Saved his job. Way to go, Lamar. Yeah. All right. That's a wrap. Um... <laughs> I engaged with Prose's uncle, Touche. <laughs> Touche. Yes, I did engage with, with Prose's uncle. He said he's his uncle. Um, and I believe him because who else would go that hard for him? Because, um, yeah, he and he and he subscribed. I, I know he subscribed. He might have unsubscribed since then. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This man was so mad the video we put out. He was so mad. Um, he left a comment. It wasn't like he wasn't like trolling, but like he he didn't agree, and then he unsubscribed. He followed us on Twitter, then unfollowed us, and then quote tweeted because we you know, we put out the video you know about Proche. <laughs> he quote tweeted that video and was talking was talking trash in that video. Like you know we don't know what we're talking about. This is that or whatever, right? And I responded, I said, listen, man, uh, if you're related to him, just go ahead and say it. Like you doing you you doing the most out here. Like if you're a relative, go ahead and say that. I'm not trying to, I'm not, you know, like we I'm not I'm not trying to disrespect your family. I'm just telling you, you know, like how we feel about him as a as a player. And he was like, Yeah, well, well, as a matter of fact, I am his uncle. You know, I basically raised him, you know, growing up. I'm like, okay, cool. All right, that's your nephew, right? Mm-hmm. We don't mean disrespect to your nephew, but you know. He he was a Saints fan. He was like, well, I'm like, yo, you're a Saints fan. So what do you say about players that 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 can't play on your team, right? Because he he didn't like be calling him trash. Because you know, I told you about that. You call everybody <laughs> trash, right? 
you know, he's like, oh, you, you call, I hear calling players trash. I'm like, so you tell me you've never called a player trash before? Well, they have to prove it first. You know, I'm like, okay, so you have called players trash, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I'm like, Proche hasn't proven that he can be anything in this league yet. Oh, well, you know, that's because Sammy Watkins on the team. It's a business decision because they're paying Sammy Watkins more. I'm like, all right, look, they're not paying Sammy Watkins anything. But we talked it out, right? And he was cool. He was, and I said, look, just to show that I'm not, you know, there's no, it's, 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 it's no hate over here. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and buy some, some Channel 3 merch. So I got that Channel 3 hoodie, right? Y'all don't have the Channel 3 hoodies, haters, right? But I bought, I bought it, and he was like, hey, respect. I appreciate that. He followed us, and he subscribed again, you know? Mm-hmm. It's all good, okay? But you notice we didn't, we didn't sugarcoat anything for, for relatives. Right. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. According according to Al Horace, it's a knockoff hoodie. You know, whatever. It was on his site. You talk to talk to your talk to your roommate about that. Right. Three <laughs> D activated. So disrespectful, Ron. So disrespectful. You, but you see, man, go back. I want all of you that are watching right now. I want you to go back and find that video. I said, I think the title says Ravens fans love Proche or something like that. Go back and look at that. And just look in around that time, mm-hmm. the just just the, the visceral reactions to us saying Proche is not good. Go back. I mean, we 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 have we you know we have some revisionist history right now. We got we got some short memories. Mm-hmm. But you guys went hard for Proche. Heated. Yes, you did not. Yo, keep your hands off of my proche. OTR Mike said at the time, there would never be a city that loves proche the way Baltimore loves proche. Right? Um, you loved him, and now you guys are dogging him. Okay, we're not dogging him. We weren't dogging him then. We're not dogging him now. Right? We're just saying like he's not that guy. That's all. Greg Roman and James Proche gonna light up. Uh, the Guangdong Tigers. <laughs> and we the disrespectful ones. Listen, this is how. <laughs> Listen, this is. See, see, coach is trying to take a shot here because he knows I like demons. You don't believe that, coach. You don't believe that. <laughs> First of all, we don't call players trash. We just we we coach will just say Demas is talently deficient. Yeah, yeah. Um, he might be. I don't know. I I, I don't. I don't think so. I I, th- I think because Demas has so many injuries in college, that's derailed him. I, I, listen, man. This could be this could be a Stefan Diggs situation. Not saying it is. Mm-hmm. Not saying this, but Stefan Diggs. Um, I knew he was better than a fifth round pick, but he mm-hmm. didn't have any tape. True. You know. He but couldn't stay healthy in college. Demas was, I don't think Demas was a five star recruit. I think he's like a four star. Um, he was a highly regarded recruit. And even coach, when he, when, when he saw, he said he's kidding. When, when he saw his, his uh, I think you watched his freshman year, he looked a lot different. And then he got hurt and he, mm-hmm. he wasn't the same after that. Look, he could, look, he could be washed. I don't know. But uh, we're going to find out. I, I have a feeling, just a feeling. All right. Um, but no, man. Uh, look, go back, watch those videos. All right, don't get too high, don't get too low on a player. 
All right. Give your opinion and um and then just do, we'll, we'll see what it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, Buck. A short pop-up stream. All right. Thanks for coming through. Um Ray Ron said that's a shot at him. No, that's a shot at me because I said before that I think Dante Demons is gonna make the team. Mm-hmm. He it, it's it's a very uphill battle for that. But we'll see. You gotta get past Laquan Treadwell Laquan Treadwell for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we are going to wrap this up soon, but I, I, I did want to mention Mike Martz. We haven't mentioned Mike Martz on here. Uh, Mike Martz, who does not like black quarterbacks at right? all. I know you talked about him on your on your channel, mm-hmm. so I don't need to go. You know, maybe want to spend another hour on this. But Mike Martz, you know, it, it wasn't just Lamar that he's talking trash about. He talked trash about every black quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And you got people like uh, Marcellus Wiley. He's like, oh, I don't know if it's racist and this is and that. No. Man, it's racist, mm-hmm. right? He comes from that racist era. You know, he comes from that era where they don't believe that black quarterbacks or, or, or black people can play the quarterback position. Right. That's what he believes. So it doesn't matter what you show him. I, I wish they would have asked him about Pat Mahomes. He probably would have said, oh, well, he, you know, he's all right. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, well, he probably said, oh, I think he's great. Oh wait, that's his dad. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he looks the part. But, oh, well, that's his father. I might have to change my opinion, but you know, I think it's I think it's more of the system. It's, yeah, if it wasn't for Andy Reid, he wouldn't be who he was. Yeah. But you know, he 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 kind of alluded, especially to the Lamar Jackson take that he can make the throws. So he's saying that he's he he has it physically, but he just said I don't think that he can process and read and react. So once again as black person you're athletically and you're physically strong enough to do things but you you just don't have the mental capacity to play the position that's what he said about him like i don't think that he can read and react and process plays well he did it in college he did it in his mvp season he does it every year mm-hmm. he processes plays like i think people forget and you know they love to pick and choose especially if you do not like lamar jackson or you're trying to prove a point they forget that indianapolis colts game they forget that this man threw for 400 yards and has the highest completion percentage when throwing for 400 yards in a game. Like, they don't want to look at that. They don't look at how he brought his team back. Yeah. So when they were down, all he had, uh, his only choice was to throw the ball. So apparently he has the capacity and the ability to read and react, make quick decisions, get the ball to the right people because they won the game. But they don't want to talk about that. You know, Mike Martz is stuck being a 70-something-year-old former offensive coordinator and head coach, they still had that mindset of this is the way things were. Let's make football great again. Because now with the advent of these scrambling quarterbacks and NFL being a copycat league, when you start seeing success with your Pat Mahomes, your Deshaun Watsons, certain players like that, now these teams are now looking for mobile quarterbacks that can throw. And with these mobile quarterbacks, to me personally, I can't speak for anybody else, to me personally, when you start getting with quarterbacks like Lamar, it's fine he's a black quarterback. It's fine that he runs a lot. But I think the problem is with Lamar being potentially one of the faces in the NFL, he doesn't speak the Queen's English, and he goes about things the way that he wants to do it. He doesn't come to the interview with a suit on. He comes to the interview with a chain on, and he represents his culture. He represents his era. And I don't think that the NFL likes that. The same thing happened in the NBA with Allen Iverson. Once Allen Iverson started getting a little bit too much to the forefront of the league, they had to shut it down and do a dress code and change all of those things. So, listen, I just think when when a microphone comes up to an old white offensive coordinator or head coach or something like that and asks you a question, just say no comment and keep it pushing. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, yeah, ab- absolutely. A- absolutely. Like, um, he's somebody who, you know, he got fired a long time ago. He hasn't been back in the league because, you know, the, the league been passed him up. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and when you, when you hear him, it's not, it's not, it's not just him, anybody, you, when you hear anybody, uh, use those, those code words, cause that's what they are. Those are dog whistles. If you don't know what a dog whistle is, it's code for something, saying something racist or disrespectful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anything dealing with the black athlete saying, oh, he's not, you know, he's not cerebral enough to play a position, you know, and, you know, cerebral used to be a hot top, a uh, hot term. Now they kind of changed it up because people are onto that. But if you listen back in the day, you hear a lot of people say, oh, he's not cerebral enough. Right. Mm-hmm. You mean stupid? You know, now, now, now they switched up a little bit. You know, thug was another big one until yeah. until Richard Sherman, you know, blew that up. Say, why don't you just go ahead and call me the N word? Yep. Now, then everybody, everybody's like, oh, I, uh, <laughs> no, no. They're like, oh, well, you know, uh, well, when do you use that on, on a white athlete? I'll wait. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. now, now you don't hear you don't hear anybody in media say the word thug anymore. Mm-hmm. These are using all the time. All but, the but, time, but Richard Sermon blew that up. They're like, "Oh shit, he's on to us." Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. <laughs> you know. So mm-hmm. now, you you gotta watch out for those those other code words. Now, I mm-hmm. I don't think he could process the game. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I, you know, things things like that. Things like that. Oh, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's a one read quarterback. Right. Things things like that. Those are those are more more for for. For black quarterbacks to anything, because there are a lot mm-hmm. of runway quarterbacks in the league. They don't, they don't get called runway quarterbacks. All right. You know, I mean, Steve Young back in the day used to be one, but you don't ever hear them associate the running quarterback with Steve Young because he so, ran a lot in the beginning. So I wonder if Sterling's still in here. I told Sterling this story about Rick Meyer. You remember Rick Meyer? So yeah, I, <laughs> I was watching. I I mean, I was still, I was still a kid around this. He mm-hmm. played for the Seahawks, but. Rick Meyer uh, was a was a major bust, right? <laughs> and um, when he got drafted, uh, I, I, it, was, it was on the show I was watching on NFL, NFL like worst, it, it was like worst biggest draft bust or something like that. And mm-hmm. he was on the list. And um, uh, what was his name? The former Raiders coach, um, Tom something. I forget. But Tom uh, Flores. Flores, yes. Tom Flores was coaching. He was coaching the Seahawks. And they found out <laughs> this man couldn't throw left. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? He couldn't throw left, yo. Like he was just wildly inaccurate throwing the ball left. Right. <laughs> and Tom was like, make a throw right. And they covered it up long enough to trade him. In fact, wait, wait, was he with the with the with the Seahawks? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, he was yeah, with the Seahawks. Seahawks. Um, but I can't, remember, I can't remember if he got drafted by the Seahawks and then he got traded, or or he's with the Seahawks and then he got I, traded somewhere else. I think he got drafted by the Seahawks. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when they finally like he had a good enough season and they found a trade partner and the GM, he they're talking to him. He's like, yeah. Um, uh, you know, um, so and so called me, and um, he was like, "Yo, you won't believe, uh, you you won't, you won't believe what I just did," and I was like, "You didn't?" He's like, "I did. I I I, I traded him." <laughs> 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 they were just laughing, like I can't believe somebody 
Somebody the took the I think deal. it was the band. I think it was the band. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they were cracking up. Like I can't believe they took the bait. <laughs> but he could. I'm gonna find that clip. He couldn't throw left. Mike, somebody call him Zoolander. Zoolander, yes, yes, bunch of artists. Zoolander, yeah. Latigra. <laughs> it's all the same thing. Oh man, Rick Maya. See, and that's another thing they don't talk about these bus white court. Like he was. Listen, and I hate to say this, they should have knew he was a bus. He was a quarterback in Notre Dame. <laughs> Anybody that gets drafted out of Notre Dame, for the most part, immediate bust. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maya, he was horrible. I'm gonna find that clip. I'm gonna find that clip. If I find it, I'll put I'll put it in the community tab. Mm-hmm. But they said that man could not throw left. That was a thing, you know. So listen, listen. But you, but you, those only get told. Those stories only get told after their careers are, are done. Mm-hmm. For the most part, they protect them. If it's a black quarterback, you find that out immediately. Sometimes, even if it's not true, yeah. yeah. So, all right, we are getting out of here. Uh, Hendo, man, thanks for hanging out with me, man. Anytime. Almost two hours. Uh, let the people know where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at the Road Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can go over to my website, theroadpod.com. You can find all of us there. You can find me on the audio side, wherever you get your audio podcast from. Um, I think I'm doing a show tonight, 6.30, after Coach Evan does his top 32 countdown after number seven. I'll be going live with intentional grounding. Uh, Next week, I will be coming out with my countdown, the top 100 players in the NFL entering the 2023 season. Nice. Now, thinking about it, I was just going to put the video out. But you know, coach might have inspired me. I just I may go by twenties and just Monday through Friday just release. Yeah, the the release them twenty at a time. You should do that. In fact, we all need to get together and, and brainstorm on this because it's just too much. There's too much bad media out there, right? Mm-hmm. You, you guys, you guys go and get your 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 top ten list and top twenty list from like bad, you know, so bad faith actors. Okay. Mm-hmm. You need this needs to be a one stop shop for everything. All right, True. you need a you need a top thirty two list for offensive coordinators. You come here. You need a list for top thirty two teams. You go to Morris and Tally. You need a list for top quarterbacks. I think we did a list one time for top quarterbacks. We, we, we did we, top ten. Yeah. All right. This this is this is gonna be a one stop shop. We're gonna start doing that. We're gonna start doing that. We'll do that during the season. We'll do like a power rankings. If you are if you are a boxing fan, go over to Rankings Podcast. Mm. Right. We do a uh, we do a power ranking or, or a um, a pound for pound list every quarter. We're overdue for one now, but we're going to get that out. We're going to start doing something like that over here as well. All right, and like like Hendo said, go over to his channel. He's doing the top one hundred player list. Um, yes, yes, check it out. Um, social media, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the Rogue Pod. There you go. And you guys already know you're here with us, and you can follow us at LBHT Show everywhere. Cole everywhere. Beasley to the Giants. How many times is that man gonna retire, come back, retire, come back? <laughs> Give it up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks. All right, we are out of here. Let me find the outro. B usually does this. There it is. Y'all have a great weekend. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. Uh, Time is running out. There it is.
We'll leave you with that. Have a great weekend. Peace.